Right, Walsh happening. We've got a um, special guest in, Brandon Scott or Boom Boom. Boom Boom. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, Sean. How are you? I'm good, thank you, mate. Awesome. Now, um, Brandon has turned professional boxing. Now, um, I know his father. Uh, we sort of grew up together, me and his father. So... Um, it's nice to have somebody on who's a local boy, one uh, of the one of the uh, Clidach boys doing good. Clidach through and through. Clidach through and through. So tell us a bit about yourself, mate. Tell us a bit about um, you've been boxing for years. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about your journey. Where well, did it start? It started when I was twelve. I'm not very good with the year. You need to remember. But I started yeah. boxing when I was just before I turned twelve. I sighed because I had the biggest boobs in the family. <laughs> I, was, I was I was huge. I uh, I remember I used to get out of breath from running downstairs. Oh, I'll go downstairs get a bag of crisps. I was I was I was knackered by the time I got off at the stairs, and I was like oh, some red flags. I tried to close the cupboard door, and I'd, I'd have to take a step back to avoid my big uh... belly. So uh, I thought, oh, this is out of hand. This is you know. I thought this is getting ridiculous. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna get some weight off. I thought, what's the most uh, what's the most calorie burning hard sport I could think of? Boxing. Yeah. Obviously, boxing's hard. I thought, you know what? I'll go to a boxing gym, maybe not take it too serious, to see where my weight goes. And I started training in, and um, about six months in, I got a lot of weight down, and I thought, do you know what? I've put all this hard work in. I yeah. may as well have a fight. Win or lose, I thought. Yeah. I'm just trying to take the pressure off myself. But uh, I had my first fight, and I won. Yeah. And do you know, like they say, people with drugs, they get addicted the minute they do yeah. something. Yeah. The minute I had my hand raised, I was like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's not bad. That's not. It's an addictive so, feeling. Yeah, I had another fight and I won that again and I just, I just kept winning. That's mad. And, and then I, I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm quite good at this. Yeah. So I basically dropped football. I, I, I got into Cardiff Academy. I was uh, yeah. in the Cardiff Academy uh, development squad as a goalkeeper. Yeah. But I was just like, no, no screw that. Oof. Football was gone. There, yeah. There was, there was no like debate. There was, I wanted to be a boxer. It was. It well, took over. It took over my life. It took over my school. It took over everything. That's, That's mad, isn't I it? I basically changed my life. You found your passion, though. I found my passion, like we were speaking earlier. I found my journey. Exactly. I found my road. You found it. And and that's, you know, as, as we were talking about, that's something that I always push, um, push for people to, you know, don't be stuck doing a job or, a, you know, especially a sport because mm. there's a lot of people who do sports that they don't... They don't really enjoy, but no. they've always sort of done it. And there's other things they would have liked to have done. Because if you're passionate about something, you're going to go a lot further with that. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's about following your your passions and your dreams. I, I remember seeing the story on your father's Facebook yeah. where, you know, you had the dramatic weight loss. And I've always sort of um, kept an eye out because he always shares stuff and I've always seen your success really with boxing and I, then, you know, you were unrecognisable from the yeah. the kid you were who transformed and lost that weight. You were unrecognisable then and then to see, you know, the skills you had with yeah. boxing, you know, because you train with Mano Lightning Lee as oh, well, yeah. don't you? Yeah, Mano's uh, been like my brother since day one. Yeah. Yeah, the first day I stepped into the boxing gym, Mano was Mano was there showing off for this skipping. Yeah, and I used to look at Mano like he was a god, but now I look at him like he's my brother. So. Yeah, well, you've created that bond with him, and you know it's when you see yourself training now, the confidence, you know, it's all coming together. Yep, hundred percent. Well, 
you said it, uh, you said it earlier about people doing sports they don't really enjoy. Yeah. There's times when you know, don't get me wrong. There's times when I'm like, oh, I'm, I can't be bothered today. Oh yeah, but I do it. But it's not, it's not like I just want to do this. I said in my last interview, if you want to stop me, you're gonna have to kill me. Yeah, I, I, I want this. I, I'll go. You're gonna. F- I yeah. will go to hell and back multiple times to get where I want. No one's gonna stop me. No, and that's that. that's the right. You know, especially in a sport like boxing, that's yeah. the right attitude to have. 100%. I mean, you you know, you see these fighters, and you can't go in into that fight half ass thinking you know no. you know i'm just going to throw a few over here and uh, because you you've got to leave it in you've got to leave it all in that ring 100% and you, the training before it as well you got to prepare yourself more mentally than physically if anything you've got yeah. you've got to go in that you've got to go in that ring with the composure of someone painting painting art but at the same time you've got to want to rip his head off yeah exactly it's, it's hard to get a blend and you have exactly. to stay focused you have to be in the it's just hard you know it takes a special human being to do it, i feel so hopefully I'm oh yeah it. well mate you know we're going to enjoy following your journey you know yeah. um who's your favorite sort of all-time boxer ah oh, well you go in my room it's Vasily Hightech Lomachenko yeah that man is the god he is the G of boxing yeah yeah uh, he, he is ah uh, do you know like when I watch every time I watch him it's like even when he's not doing anything yeah I don't, I don't care what the other guys do when I'm watching him I'm like he's, he's well, so that's good it. Even yeah. when he's getting punched, I'm like, he takes a punch like a champ. Yeah, you know, yeah. So he's in, in my eyes, he's a he's a god. Oh me. yeah. yeah. I mean I'm more like an old school. I love Mike Tyson. Yeah, I Mike do. Tyson, yeah. Mike Tyson, um I know on your podcast you said um, you said something that uh, a Mike Tyson phrase, which is like do something you hate, but do it like yeah, you I love it. Yeah, I seen Mike Tyson say a quote, and he said, uh, "Yeah, it's about discipline." He said, "He goes, I do what I hate, but I do it like I love it." Uh, he's he's such a. Do you know you listen to Mike Tyson now, right? Yeah. And when you look at the person he was back, when, you know he was a savage. Yeah. He's still a savage now. He's I mean, savage now. Yeah. But he's so grounded now. I don't know if you listen to much of his stuff now, his podcast. I watch a lot. I watch a lot of him on the Joe Rogan podcast. Now, yeah, now yeah. Joe Rogan, he's uh, he's he's one of my heroes. Joe Rogan is, yeah. but the the he's so knowledgeable with the stuff he says, and and you listen to him now, he is like a completely different person. It's like another lifetime for him now, even though he's still doing a bit of fighting yeah. now, isn't he? Yeah, I, I seen a picture. I said Mike Tyson in the eighties, and he was he was Mike Tyson with the tiger. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. There was Mike Tyson two thousand that looked like a barrel belly. Yeah, and it showed Mike Tyson in twenty twenty. Then was back to look like he looked like a, a, a god. Did you see him how, how ripped he was? Yeah. Like, that's mad, Jeez, isn't I, it? What, No, him training for Roy Jones. I was like, you know, I, I'd favour him against most heavyweights now. Well, they were saying about, they reckon he was going to fight Logan Paul or something. Oh, God, he, yeah, yeah. I know, like, there's a lot of that going on at the he, minute. Imagine what he do to him. Oh, my God. Well, the thing is, I, I I don't know how it's gone on as far as it has, really, with them lot, but... It's, they, they have a big following. It's a money, sport, yeah, it's a money-making uh, thing, that is, yeah. but... Uh, what about Tyson Fury? Uh, who do you think's going to have the? I love Tyson Fury. He's brilliant. I, he, isn't he? I, I, I said in my last interview, I said, you know, people ask me what am, what am I thinking of these people, and I keep saying, you know, asking me just people of them is like asking a fish to speak about a shark. Yeah, but well, I think Tyson Fury. I don't think he's going to knock him out. I think he's going to break him down, yeah, wear him down, and then stop him in about round nine. Yeah, that's my prediction. He's a very and he's a, he's a. He's a strange fighter, isn't he, Tyson Fury. You're yeah. all I'm always rooting for him, especially he's been down the mental health road. Yeah. Um he's he's 
really been through some, uh, you know, I think these biggest wars he's ever had have been out of the ring uh, personally. Yeah. Um, so when he steps in there, he's that's why he's so comfortable. He's been there done, hasn't he? You know, that Wilder fight where he rose up like the Undertaker. I've got I that mean. clip saved on my Instagram. Ah, that's scary, that is. Even, even in the third fight, he got he got dropped, he just got back up. Yeah. The man, he's like a possessed, he's it's, like a possessed human being. He's, he, he's, got, he's got so much talent, but when you look at him, yeah. he, he doesn't look like, you know, I, I was laughing at the thing where they were saying like, it had Anthony Joshua and then Tyson Fury next to yeah. each other. And they were saying, like, this is the body of a... Uh... Just an egg, doesn't he? Just <laughs> yeah. an egg. Like, yeah. You'd look at him and you'd be like, oh, is he, man? It's mad. It's his boss in there that counts. Oh, he's so talented. He's so talented. I think he's... it does help. He's, like, nearly seven foot. It's, it's his size. Yeah. Yeah. His size, he's just so... He's overpowering, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is overpowering. You see where he lays, he lays on people. He knows, yeah. he knows how to break them down. So I don't see how Dillian might beat him. But no. Well, this is it, isn't it? You know, so how, how do you sort of prepare when you're when you're getting ready for specific fighters? Do you do a bit of research on the fighters? Or do you just train for your own specific... Um... Well, it's hard to tell because I've only just come out of the amateur game. And some, yeah. sometimes, you know, the amateur game... It, it's a little bit different, It's completely it? different, yeah. You tournaments, you fight abroad a lot. I don't know how to spell it. Half these Eastern Europeans. <laughs> I know, games. yeah. No, I don't think many do. the keyboard like that. I know. I've, I've, You've I, hit, I, yeah, you, it's, it's like some sort of... Um, Alien language, yeah, I mean, it is the lettering. I, but I, had, I, had, one day I woke up and I was just training in the gym in the morning, normal training, and my coach rang me and said, "Do you want to fight tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> so you know, how am I going to prepare for that? So yeah, why, why you, you know, I'm used to doing it's just bettering myself all the time. Yeah. So as long as I'm the best that I can be in that moment in time, that's the main thing. But yeah. as I develop now more with my pro career and I find out people I'll, I'll be fighting, yeah. I'll be studying them like a school book, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, know, I'll, I'll know them better than they know themselves. Well, yeah. Well, this is the thing. I mean, it's... Um, I think with boxing, it, it's it's such a knowledgeable sport. There's so much knowledge yeah. to learn. From, you know, people used to think years ago he was just getting in there and just scrapping whoever's that but yeah it's it's down to a science now of course it is sweet science That's what it is down science. to a science you know there's so much to learn about the fighters you know you're talking about that's another thing with i suppose you're not even at that stage at the minute but you see some of these fighters yes. going up and down in weight yeah well i uh i was looking at my weight the other day well wait i'm gonna go out and i was like ah. Oh. I quite like um super bantamweight, but then yeah. I was speaking to my dad, and he was like, "No, you can make bantamweight." Yeah, and look, Jay Harris makes a uh, super fly. I think he makes. Christ, that's that's crazy. That is you mad, know, isn't it? I, I, I've had shits the way more than that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's it, it is it's crazy the amount the amount that some of these fighters can cut, and yeah. because it there, there are some that do do make the cuts and mm. they struggle. Yeah, well, even, which is understandable, you know, yeah. because. It's hard enough getting in there fighting when you're feeling fully fit, I suppose. Hundred percent. But even uh, I know uh, MMA is not boxing. But I seen a picture of yeah. Conor McGregor. Oh yeah, that's See mental. That picture of him when he's drained. That's drained mental. Down, yeah, and it shows him on. The and look at him in. now. Like, and look at him now. Exactly. Yeah. He's like the Hulk now. Oh, he's proper juiced up yeah, now. He, he? Isn't he? I don't know who he's fighting next, but no. he's he's calling out Usman, isn't he? I mean that. What's he thinking? He's he's <laughs> off his head. Like he's I I the thing is so. I, I will stay up and watch it. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> for the money he'd get, I would fight Usman. 
Well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. well, put it this way. When they were on about him fight, fighting Floyd Mayweather, then I was like, ah, look, I'll fucking get in there and fight yeah. them. For that money, for like. the amount of money he made, and everyone was like, oh, that, it's stupid. What's he making fun of them? Well, I yeah. guarantee you, they were the ones laughing when they left there exactly. with that check that night. Exactly. You know, I, I'd, I'd happily go into a coma for that sort of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, like, you know, as, as long as the money's there when as I wake as, up. Yeah, exactly. You know, but, yeah, it's, you know, you see some of these mad... Um, money fights going on at the minute and you're just like I mean it's entertainment though I mean even though there's so many of these fights I've gone well this is fucking ridiculous this is this is ridiculous and then but then on the other hand I'm like I gotta watch it like 100% 100% when Jake Paul boxed Tyron Woodley I was, oh. I, I was one of them oh, but what are they doing I know this is ridiculous did I watch it yes I know <laughs> I mean I still don't know whether he took the fall but uh, I, 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 I seen something it was like he twitched twist his glove his yeah glove. You, you know and now he did twist it I, did. I, and when you watch it in slow motion you're like but then it did make a noise though so yeah he did you just don't know maybe he did twist his glove to, to, to faint a bit you know, just to give him a bit of movement, yeah. but I don't know. You, you don't know nothing. Like these Woodley, days, you? you'd think to yourself every time Jake Paul was calling someone out. I kept thinking, right, Woodley's not going to take the fall. Uh, well, Ben Askren, I was like, he's not going to take the fall. He's yeah. a fighter. He's not going to leave his. He went his, down like a sack of potatoes, and he went down he? like a sack of spuds. Yeah, and then I thought, right, Woodley, he ain't gonna fucking no. take any shit. Yep. And next thing. What on the first one? He didn't knock him out in the first. No, nearly did. They went yeah, all the way, didn't yeah, they? He, he could have nearly knocked him out. He just let off him. I was like, "What are you doing?" Oh yeah, Woodley let off. Yeah, Jake Woodley Paul. Let off him, yeah. yeah. Now that Idiot. made me think, why did he? Why did he sort of not finish him? Yeah. Finish him off. But on the second one, then he he knocked Tyrone Woodley clean out. Clean out. He? It was a big shot. It was a shit fight before that. But when yeah. when that shot happened, oh my god. I know it. It's the thing is, so it is bringing attention to boxing, isn't well, it? Well, of course it is. You, I know loads of like my friends now. They'd never be interested in boxing, but they're seeing Logan Paul, they're seeing yeah, Jake, yeah. Paul, they're seeing all these YouTubers, so they're watching it. But yeah. I know people say, you know, it's ridiculous, but any publicity is publicity at the, yeah. at the end of the day. So, what's your dream fight? You know, if there's two fighters from different eras, you could put together dead or alive. I think anything, oh. anything goes. It's obviously the classic Mike Tyson versus Muhammad Ali. Oh, I know, I know. That's, that's, that's up there with classics. I know. And I uh, think Tyson would take it in I, his so, prime mossy. So, so after the Joe Frazier fight, the first yeah. Joe Frazier fight, I think I would back Tyson. But again, Muhammad Ali. You know. <sighs> I know. It's the. It it is when it's a shame, right? With Tyson, he had after Castamado passed away. He, he had some rails. bad people yeah, around him that didn't guide him. Yeah. Because I think we would have seen so much more out of him. Yeah. And it's a shame. I mean, he did everything he needed to do. I think he was 19 world champion, wasn't he? That's, that's, that's enough, doesn't it? That's crazy, like. When people, th- people think of Mike Tyson more so, they just think, oh, he just swung brainlessly. But he was... He was so technical. He oh, was so intelligent. It, it's, if, if you see, well, <coughs> uh, the video footage, when you see him and he's like, how old is he, 14, 15, he's knocking out these men. I appreciate that, but he was not a 14 and 15 I know. Old. He was it's a, crazy. He, he was a 14 and 50 year old in a 30-year-old's it's, body. It's bonkers, isn't it? When I was 15, I was waiting to hit puberty playing Minecraft. Uh, yeah. Like, know. the size on him. Like, oh. And the thing is, so... He had such a tough upbringing. Yeah. Like, I was starting to wonder whether they got his age wrong. 
I was like, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, wait, I'm like, wait, he's got to be in his 20s. Like, yeah. they're saying he's 14, 15. Have they lost his birth certificate and they're making it up? Yeah, yeah there's 19 year olds looking at him then. Like, he's younger than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he said something the other day and I was laughing. Um, he said something where it's one of his first fights. Um, is it, yeah, Teddy Atlas, is it? Was it Teddy Atlas training with him? Um, yeah. And he basically knocked the first guy he knocked out and he stood on the guy he knocked out oh. and uh, because he said he in his mind he was like I, he said I don't know what the fuck I was doing he said <laughs> but he said he was like war mentality I was like yeah I stood on the guy <laughs> and he said Teddy Atlas was like what the fuck are you doing he get off him. Him yeah. on the floor. and he said I couldn't stop laughing because even Mike Tyson was going like what the fuck was I doing <laughs> but you can just picture I said yeah. I'm sure it is on video because when he was explaining going through him yeah you can imagine when that. he was explaining it I was like I'm sure I've fucking seen this video and he steps on the guy like and he's just standing on the knocked out block. Problem is though, a beast like Mike Tyson, what are you going to do to get him off? You're not well, going to do are anything, are you? But it's that mindset because yeah. I noticed as well, right, when he trained, he he, he went really spiritual. He went, yeah. he, he explored a lot with psychedelics and he, he sort of, I think that's what made him come to the realisation of I can do this again. Yeah. And or, or challenging himself, can I do this again? So when he did actually do it and he started training, he turned around and he basically said, look, I, um, I'm i going to do it again. But when I do do it, or, or when he, before he did actually say he was going to do it, he said, I'm worried that if I do start training, I'm going to bring that side yeah, out again. and he starts like, crying more or less, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. was scary that yeah. was. And, but was, I noticed when he did start training, his personality did change. Yeah. He did go a bit... Um, you could see the old him was there. Yeah, he got some split personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he, he, he's, he's just such an interesting character. Yeah, he like, he's got a, a weed farm. Yeah. Where's that come the from? The Tyson Ranch, like. The Tyson Ranch. The <laughs> but he was saying he was smoking weed before going in and fighting and stuff like that. And he was still and as he good was, as he was. Yeah. It makes you think, though, doesn't it? He could have been... How much oh, he he's, could have been. You know, it, I'll, I'll never forget the, you know, some of the things he said, like to do with um, Lennox Lewis's kids, wasn't it? When he's like, I'm going to eat your kids. I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> I wanna, yeah, I'm going to eat your kids. Imagine like fighting someone. Um, this, yeah. This, 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 I'm going to eat your children. Have you had any like um, sort of intense face-offs or any bad, nothing yet? Not yet. How do you how do you feel you're gonna be in these? Uh, I think I'm gonna boss that scenarios. Situation. You know, I'm a good talker. Yeah, I, you've I, got I, to. I, I'm gonna make it my obligation to become a master trash talker. Well, look at McGregor. Look, like, at, look at McGregor. I, I like McGregor is one of my favorite fighters of all time. I mean, I don't agree with all the shit he's done no. outside. <laughs> he's done a lot of shit. This, but for me, you know, probably one of my most inspirational in the sense of. The manifestation. I don't know if you've seen his film, The Notorious. I've seen that, yeah. Brilliant. The manifestation and the the sheer grit and will yeah. of where he came from. Everything he did, you know, he didn't he didn't turn down a fight. Oh. He take it on. He had injuries. Everything, didn't he? Yeah, and he still done it, and he didn't moan or nothing about it. Obviously, things changed a bit later on, but. That up until that point where that film came out, his story was just 
it's just unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it was. A, that's a proper mentality of a fighter that's not going to leave anything in his that's way. A, that's a different thing in itself, a mentality of a fighter. Yeah. You've got to be able to be confident, but not too confident. Yeah. You've got to find such a good balance, otherwise it tips and everything. Well, well that's the thing, you know, there, there was so much stuff that fell into place in his journey. Yeah. Uh, because you think to yourself, you know, you're talking about he was saying he was going to knock Aldo out. He was saying he was going to do it within so many seconds. And you're like, That's Aldo's it. never been finished. Like, yeah, what? He did it. And then, uh, But then people are like, you know, the Mystic Mac. and Because yeah. th- this is the thing, you know, when you go, like with you now going into your sport and people love, you know, a bit of personality. Yeah. They love a bit of... Um, persona do yeah. you know what i mean yeah and it's you know i think you're gonna do well with it 100 well it could be all well me sitting you're like mr uptight like yeah i'm looking forward i want to see how yeah. far i can go and hopefully i go to that no yeah i'm going to you're, the top you're gonna do it i'm going like, there you've save, got save me a seat up there please yeah. do you know what I mean? well the thing is you've got it you know if you've you've got to believe in yourself you know yeah. you've got to believe in yourself and uh, I think you've got a lot of support, uh, you know, already. There's a lot of people locally and stuff that I know already support you massively, you yeah, know. I've got a lot of I've got a lot of people that support me. And I mean, I know selling tickets for this fight now. I mean, it's the ticket the show I'm on at a dinner show, so the ticket there's only seventy pound tickets. Yeah. And I know it's good value for money, but seventy pounds it's still seventy quid, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But I've got people like Andrew Derrick, who's uh the trainer at the psycho kickboxing. Yeah. He's bought a table at seven hundred pounds. He. He's bought Fair a table. Play. There's uh Hayden Menorick, sorry. Yeah. Uh, he owns the uh Menorick bully uh bully like best dogs in the business, basically. Yeah. Seven hundred pounds. Table for him as Can't well. Fault, uh, Do you know what I mean? There's all there's all these people buying tables off me and there's Paul Kennedy. That's brilliant. Paul Kennedy's a coach at the uh, up-and-coming Warriors gym in uh, Celtic Strength and Fitness. He bought a table off me too. That's brilliant. And there's all these people coming in and it's heartwarming because I'm yeah. like... Well, they're but, coming to support you, you yeah, know. Yeah, they, they, they're coming to watch me do something I love. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like I'm doing it and it's my job. Well, I think I'm coming to that show as well, so hey. I'll come as, I'm going to come and support you. People like you, you know, you, my future sponsor, you may not well, know yeah, it yet, yeah. but I've got uh, one of those glass balls. <laughs> Mystic Mac, like. Yeah, I, I'm Mystic <laughs> Mac, and I'm seeing. Yeah. Show well, my future sponsor. Well, this is it, mate, you know, and the thing is, you know, you keep doing what you're doing, mate. You're going to, yeah. you know, you're going to, you're going to do well. I know you're going to do you well. Thank you very much. It's, um, you know, so do you know that, have you got much to say about your new fight? Your new fight? All I know. Do you know, know much about him? I know nothing. He, For all I know at the minute, he could be a 30-year-old Argentinian, a 40-year-old Russian. They haven't told you? Nothing. Haven't they, so they haven't said nothing. I was wondering if you knew when you just couldn't say. There's, I, I, I'd say, even if they told me not to say, I'd probably say. <laughs> say yeah, anyway. I, I know nothing. That's mad, isn't it's, it? It's, I, I, some people only find out the week of the fight. Some people yeah. can find out six weeks out. But as soon as I find out, I'll broadcast him everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, th- well, Mano's fighting on the card as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's fighting Jason Sillett for a Welsh title. And Jay Harris. Jay Harris is on it. Ben Crocker's on it. And we're all, we're all, looks clear, uh, not clear, Swansea, sorry. Yeah. In such a small little community and city. Yeah. We all attract the same people. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's going to know each other there. So it's going to be hell of a night. Oh, it'll be a good, it'll be a good crack, I'm sure. I'll like, you know. piss up afterwards too. Yeah, we'll have a few, we'll have a few. Yeah, have a I few want, I'm an To athlete. celebrate, yeah. like, to celebrate. Yeah, I'm an athlete as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've been doing a bit of training with Gavin as well, now. Yeah, I, I go up there every day. 
it's an hour and a half up there. We train for an hour and a half, hour and a half back, so I leave her about half ten. When I say Gavin, Gavin Reese. Um, yeah, Gavin Reese. Gavin the Rock Reese, for yeah. world champion. But uh, to think that I've got a trainer with that level of experience, know. knowledge, it's just crazy. But it's mad, uh, you know, how much experience he brings to the table. You know, yeah, he, he was tra- he was training with Calzaghi. I remember seeing yeah. footage of him training with Calzaghi years ago. Yeah, you know, it's mad. Carl's now Calzaghi, it 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 grates on me because. He's one of the best boxers of all time, yeah. but because he's from Wales, because he's from Wales, they don't t- in in England. They don't want even want to mention it. No, and he, he wasn't necessarily like a massive like trash talker like no, everyone else was. He, he just went in and done his job. He went like in like the way they keep going on about Amir Khan and that, and I'm like, you know, fucking hell, like, yeah. you know, come I, on. You can't compare them to can no, you? No, like Kalzagi is a legend, and he he should treated with more respect than that that's what that's something a really fucking here's a question for you then back then versus now Carl Zaghi versus Canelo both prime <sighs> and how oh it'd be hell of a fucking fight wouldn't it do you Canelo could live with his work rate or do you Canelo would break him down I would reckon... oh that's a really tough one you know I, I I'd always be rooting for Carl Zaghi I'd all and I think Carl Zaghi would would tire him out, and then um, I think it'd go through all the way. I think it'd go all the way, but Kalzagi would win on points. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I think that's what would happen. I I'd always have to back Kalzagi. Yeah. I I'd love to get Kalzagi in you. I don't think it can ever happen, but oh, I get big enough. I'll speak to Gavin. Try and get him on you. Yeah, him and Gavin know each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. Are they still speaking? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, as far as I know, I think they still speak. Well, they've known each other for ages, isn't they? They yeah. play in the same gym. I so. sent him, I sent Kazagi like an inbox, um, must have been about two years ago, just saying, oh, mate, I'd love to have you on. Because yeah. I always mention Kazagi and you how, and uh, not so much underrated, because everybody here knows, knows yeah. what he was. Globally more, is it? I, but just, yeah, y- yeah. you know, th- th- this, this should be so much more said. Yeah. About them, you know. Well, I think uh, people always seem to make up excuses why he's like not saying they're not that good. Like, say they he, try and say, oh, "I know what you're going to say." He beat Roy Jones. Roy Jones has passed his prime. Yeah, he yeah. Beat Bernard Ho- uh, he beat Bernard Hopkins. Passed his prime. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's haters out there everywhere. There's I mean, people who are always going to say it's like he fought everybody and beat whoever was in his path. Yeah. What more can you ask? Well, there's there's always them people out there. Yeah. I think if I came out tomorrow and showed the world that I could walk on water, people would say he can walk on water because he can't swim. Yeah, or he's got inflatable shoes. Oh, he's got inflatable <laughs> shoes. Uh, either way. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it, it is though. It's one of those things where yeah, you'll have to ask Gavin. Uh, yeah, well, right. and and Gavin to come down if he's up for it. Like you yeah, know, well, and Mano, you know, we've got uh, obviously there's the show on June the eleventh. Now try and get him on. Yeah, try and get him on there. I'm always I'm always looking for guests to come on and. Uh, yeah. You know, it's um, it's all it's all about, and you know, I'm a massive supporter of you know, especially the youngsters, because it's so easy for the youngsters to go off route, especially in a place like Wales. Yeah. There's there's not a massive amount of stuff to do. You know, it's easy to fall into a bit of trouble. Like, I mean, we've <laughs> I, I've been in it a few times, <laughs> but you know, it's easy to go down the wrong path, isn't it? You know, and yeah. it's. There's a lot more opportunity, I feel now, where it it's more reachable, it's more believable you can reach these dreams. Yeah. You know, whereas years ago it seemed to be like, I don't know, it just seemed to be a bit of a a miracle if something happened years yeah. ago. 
Whereas now it's like, you know what? It's this, doable now. It, it is doable, you know. We're living in a time where everything is more accessible. You can sort of... Social media is a big part of it. I think I was about to say with the social media, I think because you can advertise a lot more. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot easier to get famous. Like we were saying about Jake Paul and Logan Paul earlier. What would they be if it wasn't for exactly? Media? Would you they know, in fact, Tyrone Woodley if it wasn't for Instagram, no, too, would they? No, they they wouldn't even have a shot. I mean, he keeps jabbing at Dana White, doesn't he? Yeah, and Dana White is is sort of. I, I don't know. I I I'd love to see because Jake Paul, uh, not Jake Paul, Logan Paul, I think has said. He'll go and fight somebody in the UFC. Yeah, do you know what? I, will, I, I can't will, remember who it was. So he's a good wrestler as well, though. He's just, he probably the thing is, though, they seem to be fucking good at whatever they do. Yeah. They, they, like the, the only thing I don't agree with. Re, well, there's a lot of shit I don't agree with, but with Jake Paul, he's calling out McGregor. He's about fucking five weight classes bigger than yeah, him. I know. Like, they don't understand weight, do they? It's ridiculous. Right, mate, like, Logan Paul, what are you doing? I know. Well, that was stupid. It is, isn't it? I mean, it lo- it did look like the Rocky Four with Apollo, Apollo Creed Apollo against fucking like Ivan Drago. Drago yeah. That's what it looked like. <laughs> it did. You know, the size difference was ridiculous, but... Everything, everything's getting ridiculous. I'm making a prediction now, yeah? yeah. Eddie Hearn versus Dana White. Oh, that'd be fucking good. That'd be good. Would you reckon we're not? I'm back in Dana White all day long. Yeah. Exercising his arms. I know. He's been on legs. the juice for a while. Yeah. Have, have, you, have you seen the videos of him when he was younger? Him and Joe Rogan, they're yeah. both like that. They're both like little <laughs> twigs. And now look at them. It's yeah. just work like that, pal. Oh, they, it's, it's, it is amazing what um, like Dana White, they basically brought that from, it was illegal everywhere. And yes. they, they had a hell of a battle on their hands. And, you know, look where it is now. It's on like ESPN and... You know, it's everywhere. It makes you think, doesn't it? Where where are things gonna go? There's bound to be something that's going to come into play that we haven't even thought of. Yeah. Because look at UFC, like how that's come from. It was an underground. Like I don't know if you know much about what the UFC was. My dad told me vaguely it was like boxers versus like yeah. sumo wrestlers. There was no weight it? categories. You'd yeah, have a sumo wrestler against a jiu-jitsu. But the first one, Royce Gracie, he's a Brazilian, uh, yeah. uh, well, he's a jiu-jitsu master, him and his family, the Gracie jiu-jitsu. This skinny, like, Brazilian guy was choking all, everybody out. But they wouldn't just have one fight in a night. They'd yeah. fight, like, three, maybe four fights in one night. So, say, now, if somebody, like, had their ankle dislocated, because I know, like, Ken Shamrock, do you know Ken Shamrock? No. He was a wrestler in WWE. Okay. I was going to say WWF. Uh, WWE, WWE. It was WWF at yeah. the time, but WWE. Now, he, like, fought, like, two or three fights. Then he popped his ankle, and he went out to fight in, like, the fourth one in the final, and he got finished because of that. But it was just such a weird setup, because I was like... How was that legal? I was like, that guy is fresh now who's fighting. Yeah. Somebody would come in then and fight for them, but they'd be fresh, and they'd be fighting these people who've lost... And I was like, it don't make sense. It had to change. But it was... Scrapping, yeah. It was entertainment. I mean, I've still got some of the videos somewhere. I used to buy them from HMV, and used to buy them, and... I gotta watch some of these. I've never seen. Oh, it. I can't you, get them on YouTube or anything. They, they definitely will. I'll show you in a bit. They'll definitely be some on YouTube. But there's like sumo wrestler who's massive, and there's like against a kickboxer, and you're just like, what is going <laughs> He's on? Trying to kick the sumo wrestler. The sumo wrestler yeah. like, tickles. But then they st- they slowly. It's seeing how the sport evolved because yeah. it it was first of all. Then they were like, right, we need to do weight cut degrees. 
So then you'd see that you'd see things start to change then. Yeah. And then it'd be like, right, you don't fight two or three times in one night. You'll fight once in one night and space it out. But these events, it was crazy. They used to just try and cram it all into one night. So they'd be fighting like four, four maybe five times in one night. People get brain damage. And they'd yeah, be they? absolutely wrecked. So I, I'll have to have a look. I'll find you some videos to show you. It's crazy. But yeah, th- like it's no wonder that that was illegal, really, yeah. when you think of all that. Yeah, when the way, way you're describing it, yeah, I'm not, I'm not it was It was brutal, like, it really was, like, but th- there was no, there was no rules. You could, you could bite. Yeah. You could eye gouge. You could bite. You could bite, but you'd have uh, money taken off you and given to the person you'd bitten. So th- that's how stupid it was. You could bite. You could kick in the head on the floor. Oh, yeah. You could kick in the head when they were on the floor. You'd see people's teeth coming out all over the place. Where so they it was just legalised street oh, fighting. Oh, soccer kicking. But I did have a guy, right? Now, there's another guy who I interviewed. I don't know if you saw this on the last podcast I did. Liam Wilson. Now, um, he's from just outside of Liverpool, but he lives in Sweden with his missus, and he fights out of King of the Streets, it's called. Now, it's um, a Swedish... Um, fight organisation which started a bit from football hooligan uh, so it's all in like cu- uh, metal gates yeah so it's uh, you know like metal uh, construction fencing yeah and this was before Covid they're all masked up to hide their identities yeah. in the crowd <clears throat> it's proper underground right it's all on concrete and well, it's like, like a- in kickboxing blood spoken I think a- anything goes you soccer kick to the head, s- slam somebody on their head. Um, yeah, it's I, I've got it. You'll have to have a look. It's my other podcast. I'll show you it later. Uh, Gotta show me that. It's uh, it's brutal. They're kicking them and their heads bouncing off the concrete. <laughs> but it's bonkers. King of the streets. It's crazy, man. It's That's it's. Nuts. I mean, it's probably. And this is what I said when I had him on. I was like, "This is. This reminds me of when UFC first came out." Yeah. Because it's got that feel. It's that, like it this shouldn't be fucking going on. Like, is it, <laughs> is it legal or is it like an underground? It's like it's I not, don't like, think not... it's legal. I don't think it's legal. It's um, it's very sort of underground, and I I can't see how it'd be legal. No, I it's just exactly, <laughs> doesn't exactly sound you know nice. Does it? Oh, it's crazy. I'll show you it. I will show you it. I I'll um. I'll, I'll see if I can put a link on this video as well for anybody watching to go to it. But it's it's really... Oh, yeah, there's some stuff out there. And this is what I'm saying. There's, like, there's stuff that we probably haven't even thought of that's going to come into play in combat sports later on. I mean, I've seen a couple where they're in these weird arenas and they're fighting. I, I don't know if you've seen them. They're, like, padded arenas and they're... I don't know what they're doing. It's like a jiu-jitsu thing, but there's like these angled walls that they're like flipping <laughs> off. And oh, it's, and you're just thinking to yourself, there's people trying to create these yeah. new sports. Like, and What are they doing? Yeah, it's, like, it's a lot of... Um, God, like, God knows what's to come. Like, yeah, like real steel, before you know it now, aren't I it? know, I know. It, it, well, you know, we don't know what's round the corner, but look forward to seeing what's going to come. Like, Oh, yeah, but for now, just... Plain boxing. You just stick MMA. to the boxing. With the boxing, you've got so much, um, so much potential. Really, you're young. You know what you do. How old are you now? I'm eighteen. Eight. You're young, like Still you know. Eight. You've got so much ahead of you. Yeah. Well, I've only been boxing since I've been boxing seven years. 
that's a long time, seven years. But seven years from now, I'll only be 25. That's still young. Yeah. Some people don't, don't turn pro till they're 25. Well, exactly. And I've got, it's not like, you know, I, I appreciate, I, you know, I may lack a bit of like man strength or whatever you say, but I've sparred these, I sparred men, 30 year olds, yeah. 28 year olds, and I know what I lack, may lack in a little bit of strength. I know for a fact I make up for in skill. And I train hard. I tra- Gavin yeah, trains me hard. Exactly. Not many people tra- will train harder than me because not many people no. want it more than I do. So I'm going to make sure everything I may have a, a disadvantage, and I'm going to turn that into my strength. Well, that's the you know, and that that is the right idea. I mean, yeah. it's 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 pushing yourself. It's pushing yourself beyond yeah, really because I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is when they think they're sort of at the limit, there's so much further. Yeah, there's so much, like the 40% rule, isn't it? Yeah. But when your body tells you, oh, I'm tired, well, that's when you have to, that's when that's, it counts. That's yeah. when you've got to push forward. So, yeah, it, it is. It's, uh, uh, you know, there's so much of it with everything, really, is is a sort of mental battle. Yeah. Because you're battling yourself, you know, um, I've even found that when I sort of, when I was saying that, like I'd done that 40-mile bike ride. Yeah. And I got to, like... 30 miles and I was like oh, shall I just fucking yeah. and I was like oh, no no I keep going and then I was like oh my knee is fucking pulling so I was like no keep going I'll get and then next thing you know you're like I got to like SA1 or onto Swansea Bay the wind was blowing the sand was in my eyes yeah. I was like oh fuck I turn around I was yeah. like no keep going I was like once I get to Mumbles then I'm coming back and and you, you do. You've got so much further in you. Your mind plays tricks yeah. with you. It's like having the devil and the angel on your yeah. shoulders, isn't it? One's telling you another thing, but it's lying. You know, yeah. You don't have to stop. Your mind plays tricks with you, yeah, you know. Of course it does. It's, it's, it's the biggest sort of battle, really. It's a part of hu- human evolution, isn't it? Your body doesn't want to be uncomfortable. It doesn't no. need to be uncomfortable. No. That's what you mean. You, you need to you need to push through that. Yeah, especially that in this, especially in this day and age, because yeah. everything is so easy for everybody. Well, uh, people don't have to like even down to ordering food. You can just <laughs> a takeaway comes. Yeah, take, but in Tesco, you haven't got to go to Tesco anymore. You can just get yeah. your food. We should be out. Like we are, de- well, say designed. We are naturally supposed to be hunting. Yeah, of course. We're we naturally supposed to be gathering, hunting, going out and getting our meals. You know. Yeah, but. We don't do any of that. No. Everything's just ordered to the door. You can order it, and it's all shit, obviously, no, all the stuff you get ordered it's, it's, to the door. It's, it's hard not to do it. It's even, easy. Even sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't be asked to leave today, take away. It's easy. It, it It is. And and they've made everybody lazy. And then by doing that, you know, they've made a lot of people, I suppose, become so lazy that they don't go and achieve their goals. Yeah. They, they don't. 100%. You know? Well, it's it's like I I watch these people on TV and like I don't want to be the like I don't want to be someone who just says I could have done that. I want to be someone who says I did that exactly. Even if it does, even if it doesn't work, I don't care. I, yeah. I know I've given everything. Like, how do you find yourself from, um, you know, your friends who are your age? Is anybody else focused on anything the way you are? Well, luckily, my friends are all. Like, you know, they say surround yourself with good people. You surround yourself with that's six right, idiots that who are becoming idiots. Surround that's, yourself. Yeah. So my friends, they're all, they, they've all, you know, they, they all know what they want in life. They're yeah. all in university studying to be doctors. That's uh, good. So open far, pharmaceutical stores, but they're all switched on. Yeah. All my friends, they want to succeed as well. Yeah. But that's why it's good because I'm looking at them and I'm like, do you know what? All of them want to, 
push achieve forward. Achieve something. Yeah. So I need to achieve something too. I don't want. I don't want to be someone who just sits, sits yeah. back and says, "Ah, oh, maybe tomorrow." Yeah. Now you never want to be the most knowledgeable person in a room. No. You 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 want to be learning off somebody, 100%. you know. Well, every time we we Gavin spars us all the time. Yeah, he takes us out sparring a lot. But every time I spar someone, I'm straight over there. I'm not saying good sparring. I'm saying, what do you think I could do better? Yeah, and, uh, it, it, and that's it, the best way. Uh, it is the best way to do it, and you know, it's um like I I'm especially with tattooing. I'm my own worst enemy and my biggest critic. You know, I, I'll always, yeah, I, I'm never, I'm like, I should have done that different. Yeah. I should have done this different. I should have approached that. that. But that's me overanalyzing yeah. everything to the point where, you know, it does affect me negatively in some ways because yeah. of confidence. And But then if you're not critical of yourself, how are you ever going to improve? If you think you're perfect, yeah, you're never going to improve. You're never going to improve. That's, that's the exact same it's, it's true because like you look at all these great great champions. They never you never see them satisfied, do you? No. They always they always you can see there's something always something bugging them. Yeah. I want to do this. I want to beat him. How can yeah. I beat him? I need to get better. Yeah. I'm, I'm like that now. We have a circuit in Gavin's gym, and every after every session we have to do like it's twenty push ups, twenty loads of different exercises. It used to be twenty, but I did twenty. Twenty got easy for me. Yeah. I could have just coasted along doing twenty push ups. Yeah. Stayed. No, but I thought no. I right, go twenty five. I'm on 70 now, and every single one of them exercises, I've pushed from 20. That's good, go in. And my aim is, by my fight, I want to be able to do 100 of each. You'll do that, you'll get that easy. Yeah. You'll get that easy, you'll keep building up and keep pushing yourself, because it's just, and again, it's that psychological battle, because I, I've been in the process of, when I've been trying to change my my um, ways a bit with, my depression and things like that, where I've been getting up. First thing I, I've been saying to do is, like, as soon as you get up, and it was something on a speech I saw with some army general or some lieutenant. He was retiring, and he said, like, the first job of the day, you get up and make your bed. Yeah. You make sure you... Is the ma- book, Make Your Bed? Is it, there's a book called Make Your no, Bed. No, no. I read that exact book. Is, is it good? Yeah, I haven't awesome. read that. Is it about like... It's, it's about, literally, it's about how making your bed can change your life. It, well, this is what this guy says. Yeah. He, and it could be that that's where he's got it from. Yeah. Because uh, he says like, because it only seems a small task, but it sets you on the right path. Yeah. You know, you started your day. You and that's your first task yeah. then. You go back to my, my house now, my bed's made. Yeah. First night I do every morning. And he said, and if your day goes bad... You go back to your bed and you've got a bed that's been made by you. That is, that's off the book. Is it? It's from the book, That's what yeah. he says. And he said, you know, because at least you know you can get into that bed and you're ready for a new start and to take on the challenges 100%. for the next day. And when he said that, you know, it's something that, and it seems such a simple thing to say. Yeah. Or some, even a simple thing to do. But it, it genuinely does... Uh, because when you get hit off off track, especially yeah. with depression, yeah. you sort of feel like somebody's shaking you and you don't know which way's up yeah. a bit and you sort of don't want to get out of bed. That's one of the main things kind of thing, yeah. is you don't really want to get out of bed. So by making that bed, it sets you on the right track. 100%. And then I pushed it then to doing push-ups and then I just yeah. kept up in them. And then as soon as I finish the push-ups, I'll go and take the dogs out. So it's putting everything back into a routine. 100%. You made, oh, but that's what... Play. But that's, yeah, it's, you know... And, and that speech that that guy said, I shared it on Facebook the other day because 
Um, you know, there's a, a, a guy who I know who sort of reached out to me because I talk so openly about depression and stuff yeah. like that. He reached out to me and just asked for help, really. And like I said, you know, sometimes I feel a bit thing when I'm helping other people because I'm still go through it myself. And I'm yeah. like, look, I don't know if I'm the right person to help you, but that's all I can do is sort of give you advice on what works for me. Well, you've been there and done that, yes. you? so you, you could provide a blueprint for them. You haven't known. Well, that's what I said then. I just said, look, try doing this. And I told him the story about Make Your Bed and what, the, and, yeah. I, and I shared the, the actual um, video with him. And he said, oh, my God, he said that fucking speech. Like, yeah. And he's messaged me nearly every day now, or, or, you know, every other day since, just saying, mate, it, it, everything is going a lot better. He's, he's getting things on track. Yeah. And it just takes that little push of just organisation at the start yeah. just to get you going. You know, and it's, it's one step, isn't it? Yeah. One little step is all you need. Just, you know, and it's a, it is a psychological battle with even when you're at the top or if you're at the lowest of yeah. the low, and it's that psychological battle of, you know, you can do this. Like, yeah, 100%. So everyone watching, make your bed. Make your bed, get up, make your bed, and then start doing some push ups or yeah. go and take the dogs out, you know. Yeah, get for it, yeah. It's the routine, it is. It's, it's the routine. It's the routine. I find sometimes when I, I go for a phase of eating junk food. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard for me to get out of it and get back to eating because it's just not because I love junk food. Don't don't get me wrong, I do. Yeah, but it's oh, we all do. Yeah, we all do too much. But that's uh, the thing. I mean, everything that's bad for you tastes good. I, I think unfortunately, God's just messing with us there. Definitely, he's also, I have a laugh for you now. Yeah, make salad good for them. But make well, chocolate yeah. bad for them. I, yeah. well, like, when are they going to make dad bods um, healthy? Yeah, yeah. No, when, when, I'll say healthy. When are they going to make dad bods? A, a cool a trend <laughs> but I'm, I'm telling you that'll it'll be you before you know I have some of the haircuts I'm seeing on people uh, now I'm like what are you what is that so I'll oh, put it this way one of my mates who I talked to just now he just had a hell of a mullet and I was like what the fuck is that son? I didn't think a mullet was the thing since uh, the 20s well I did have JPH on the podcast and he was sporting the mullet but my yeah. mates one I was laughing I was laughing I was like mate come on now but yeah, it's uh, you know, back. is it anybody you want to thank and that? You know, I, I suppose you've got quite a few people you want to thank. Yeah, I've got like I said, I got I got loads of great people around me. You know, even down to people like you bringing me on your podcast. Thank you, so I can, thank you, it's no problem. I can you know help expose myself. I got a great family. Yeah, you know, my mother, my father, they help me. Advertise myself, make my food. I got great sponsors. You know, you ever wonder why I stay so good looking? It's because Serg's <laughs> yeah. Bar has sponsored me with the best haircuts in the business. Nice. So, you know, I owe my good looks mainly to Serg. So shout out to them. Shout out to Serg's Barber, best in the business. Yeah. And uh, I've got um obviously more salvage the quarter UK. They provide me with money, anything I need. Edwards, yeah. like you know, he's like my Jimmy Cricket of. Pinocchio brilliant. just gives me anything I need which is awesome that's brilliant and I've uh, got a new clothing company I'm with called No Sleep Go they design me new clothes that's so great I'm going to have, have my own clothing range basically hey so. mate that'll be good that's that'll not be bad good. at all is it that'll be good but mate. as you can see I love I just I am happy to wear these kind of clothes yeah I, I just Geek clothes do me nicely. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's got a bit of a tattoo vibe that has to it. You know, I've done quite a few bolts of lightning in my time. This is the flash. This is, this yeah. is, this is just any bottle of lightning. Yeah, no, this that's flash. Yeah, I know. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah. But is there anybody else you want to, anybody else you can think of? Or is it? I want to thank, obviously, Gavin. Yeah. I'm down to Gavin. He puts hours and hours into yeah. me. Yeah, he's never taken a penny off me. 
Uh, fair play. Well, yeah. hopefully we can get Gavin on at some point and I'll, get him in for a chat. I'll try and I'll, I'll try and persuade him in. Yeah. If I, if I say we'll get him done, you we'll take him to La Bras by mistake. I'm sure we'll <laughs> take a wrong yeah. turn in and end up here. Like <laughs> Gavin's got no what's the word like you know sensor though. Like, like people yeah. don't swear. Gavin's got hasn't got one of them. Uh, so you, you, know, you might have to get ready to put a lot of beeps. Oh, I don't like, mind. I can say anything on you. Yeah, also, I'm but, all right with that. But uh, no, I, I just, uh, I'm just, I got a lot of good people around me at the moment. That's and, uh, good, man. I'm, I'm, my life's going in a good direction. Well, you got a lot of support. Yeah, you got a lot of support. Yeah. You have, you know, down, down to my father. You, you know, uh, and obviously there's Demon Shield, Dan Gums. Uh, yeah. You know, if you're wondering why my teeth are crooked right now, it's because I never used to wear his gum machine. <laughs> so my, you know, my 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 teeth, uh, like I said, they're not going to get any worse. Yeah. Now. Got Demon Shield, best gum shields in the business. Dan, Where are they based? Um, Dan's well, he used to be based in Cardiff, but now he's based in Swansea. Yeah. So I, I I'll put him in my uh, in any of my bios if you uh, get want to like get in touch with yeah. him. But he's been with me since day one, since I was fifteen. So you know, I uh, I have a lot of admiration for Dan. Brilliant. Where so? Where if people want to um, jump on and follow you, follow your journey, where can they uh, find you at? Well, you can have me on Instagram as Real Brandon Scott. Yeah, I was trying to put Brandon Scott was taken, but that was just put the real one. Didn't yeah, it? Real Brandon Scott. You're going to have loads of copies soon, <laughs> man. I know. Oh no, hopefully not. Get me on, get me on Facebook. Uh, Brandon Scott. Or you can have me on TikTok. For my, my TikTok. Yeah, Brandon Scott. Sixty nine twenty four seven. I don't know where that name came from, right? I know where it came from. No, but it's a good name. It's a quality name. Oh, oh you can add me on my PS4 yeah. if you ever want to just get destroyed in well, COD. Well, the thing is, right, if you get to a massive level now, or when you do, right, and you've got to explain that, that's going to be hilarious. There's no explaining those. Just, it's a funny name. I put the name there. Twenty four seven. I was going to brand got sixty nine, but it was taken. So I, I don't you know what I can go set through this 24-7 oh god so, yeah uh, well mate I genuinely look forward to seeing what's going to come and, thank you very um, much you I'm going to give everyone their money's worth that's, a, that's another thing as well is can people get tickets for this fight night and if they can where do they go for them 100% you know if you want to witness the first you know, the pro debut of a future well superstar yeah you just uh, just text me just, all you got to do is message me and I'll yeah. hold the ticket back for you and what date is it on if you tell people what June date it's on and where in Chris Ware's gym in the warehouse gym on June the 11th brilliant it's going to be a night to remember be there brilliant and yeah Chris Ware he's, um, he's a top bloke Chris Ware is um, yeah he, in fairness to him he, he reached out to me and uh, he done a bit with me with his gym with depression obviously yeah. it's it's tough to to try and get yourself out and about yeah so um, I shout out to Chris Ware as well he's a he's a top bloke he's, shout a, out to Chris Ware. he's a good bloke Chris Ware is but yeah um, mate look forward to um Look forward to seeing more from you. And um, I'm talking all this stuff. I got to back it up now, though. Like, you get made. Uh, you you get you you're gonna do fine, mate. 100%. You're gonna do fine. You 100%. know, and uh, look forward to it, mate. Thank you very but, much. Yeah, Sean. this is Brandon Scott. Boom boom. And uh, this is Walsh Sharp, Walsh Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Thank you.